Hello and welcome to Fit Chicks Chat. We have a very exciting announcement coming up this November 9th at fitchicksacademy.com forward slash masterclass. You can register to join us for our live masterclass training where we're going to be walking you through the three steps that you need in order to become a successful certified fitness and nutrition coach at any age or any stage in life. Make sure that you check it out. Sign up now for this free masterclass to learn more. Fitchicksacademy.com forward slash masterclass. And we will see you November 9th live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Laura Jackson. And I'm Amanda Quinn. And on today's episode, we are talking about weight loss, specifically mm-hmm. three weight loss truths and a lie. So I don't know if you ever played this game before. We used to do it in like business stuff. It was always like these icebreakers, like tell like, but it was two truths and a lie. So you'd have to say like three things and then guess which one was the lie. Mm-hmm. Which one? The- oh, I used to always say something about my nose because I actually I have um if you're seeing this on video, <laughs> I don't have a bone at the end of my nose. My nose is just cartilage, so I can squish it totally flat. And I used to say something about um about that, and I can't remember what it was now, but it's something to do with that. I think my lie used to always be that I had like seven cats, like I was a crazy cat lady, which I was getting there. I was starting to collect. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so let's. So we're, we're talking we're about weight gonna, loss. <laughs> we're not going to trick you guys. We're not going to try to um, get you guys to guess. We're actually just going to dive into it. What are three weight loss truths? And I love this because it's a lot of the truths that, you know, a lot of us don't really think about. They're things that we're hearing. Like we hear so many different ways that we're supposed to approach weight loss and from so many different programs and different nutrition coaches, and then the influencers on Instagram and all this stuff, right? We're inundated with all this information. So it's like, how do we know what out of this is true? Mm -hmm. So we're going to kind of do the three truths and a little bit of teaching. And then the one lie that is a lot of people still say. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's do this first okay. truth. So the first truth is, and I'm sorry, guys, we underestimate how much we eat when it comes to weight loss. Agreed. Agree. That is such a, that is such a hard, a harsh truth really, but it is, it's the reality is that oftentimes we just, we don't take into account all of the other little things. I know that even for me, it was like looking at like all of the different dressing sauces, like all of that stuff that just adds up that you don't think of it as food or like drinks that have calories. Like you don't think of it as food. If you're, if your weight loss is your goal, you're not thinking of it as a calorie in because it's like, Oh, it's just the dressing or it's the seasoning or it's this or that, but it actually accounts for so much. Well, and that's just it. The thing is, is that we live in a world now too, that is full of artificial diets, right? Mm -hmm. We are eating foods that are man-made. We're eating foods that are very concentrated. So things like, you know, fruit, like we have an apple that is a whole piece of fruit that's full of fiber and all of the, you know, vitamins and minerals that break down that apple. But then what we do is we suck all the juice out of it, which makes it very concentrated. And that of course then completely changes the way it metabolizes in our body. Mm -hmm. And then we also eat so many processed, like refined foods and all the health washing of foods that are out there that are said to be, you know, healthy when we go into the gluten-free aisle and then it's like gluten-free pop tarts. And we start to have this idea that, Oh, gluten-free means it's healthy and it's not the case. Right. Mm -hmm. 
So what ends up happening too is not only are we eating, let's say, too much food, but we're eating too much of the wrong types of food or food-like products because most of them aren't even actual food. And then we're also underestimating how much we're eating throughout the day. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of this like trifecta of not just underestimating like, oh, why am I not reaching my goals? Because I barely eat anything or, you know, I only had what I only had, let's say, um, pizza for dinner and, you know, a few other snacks throughout the day. It's like, it's all of these things play into it. We have to actually pay attention to the entire amount, not just the amount of the actual food, but the amount of times we're eating during the day, the amount of processed foods we're consuming, um, because that really messes with, of course, the way that our body breaks things down, mm-hmm. which we're going to talk Definitely. about number two. <laughs> yeah. So number two, in terms of the truth is about how our cute, like our body cues don't really work. Yes. So, so this sorry, is something on. I find really interesting. Have you ever tried to follow intuitive eating or eating to your hunger cues? So I've tried following intuitive eating of, I only eat when I feel hungry, but I haven't necessarily, I, I haven't mastered the idea of eating until I'm full and then stopping because I feel like it's always like, by the time I have those cues, I'm already so full that like, I'm now past the point of like full. Does that make sense? Like I'm like too full. So yeah. I've had to, I've had to focus more on like, portion sizes, just to be aware of what I'm eating, as opposed to just eating until I'm full, because if I'm eating until I'm full, especially if I'm eating quickly, or if I'm busy doing something and I'm eating, it's like, there's, there's zero like attention to what I'm putting into my body, what I'm consuming. And then there's no way that my body is picking up anything. Cause it's like, my brain's not even paying attention to it. Well, and this is where, you know, there's a lot of talk in you know, the nutrition world about intuitive eating and moving away from ever following a specific dietary strategy or a diet and just really listening to your body. And Mm -hmm. in theory, that sounds amazing, right? If we literally could just be like, oh, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat now. And oh, I'm full. I'm going to stop, right? It just sounds like like a magical land (laughs) that one day you'll get to. But unfortunately, for the majority of us, it doesn't work. And the reason why it doesn't work is because our body is already out of balance. And if your Mm -hmm. body is out of balance and your hormones are out of balance, what's going to end up happening is you are going to have these crazy cravings throughout the day because you are, you know, dealing with your hormone, your hormones being out of balance, which are then causing different cravings or making you think you're hungry when you're actually not. And then you're responding to that, which is not real hunger. You're actually just responding to your body being out of whack. Mm -hmm. Completely makes sense. And this is what I also think is really interesting too, about the idea of, you know, stopping when we're full. That's the other thing that is a real struggle for a lot of us because the foods that we're eating in the moment that we're eating them, a lot of times are void of fiber and fiber is one of the things that fills you up really quickly. Mm -hmm. So if you, and satiates you in the moment, right? So if you are, for example, let's say eating something with a lot of fat in it, yes, you will feel full for longer and same with protein, you'll feel full for longer, but it won't satiate you in the moment. So it's very hard to then stop eating because it almost, it's like, 
it takes a bit to kick in. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, well, that's what I meant. That's what I meant by me, even with my like trying to stop when I'm full, because it's like, if I had to wait until that signal happens, oftentimes I'm already like past the point of full by the time that my brain actually gets that signal of like, oh no, you're full. You're good. Right. Well, and that's just it. And that's where it's like, you know, if we're never taught the entire backstory behind food and how it actually works in our bodies, we would never know this stuff, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you were suddenly are going to be like going from, let's say eating a lot of, you know, processed food. So let's say your regular diet is things like, you know, burgers and fries, or you're going from eating like lean cuisines or, you know, grab and go lots of processed things. And you suddenly try to go to a place of like intuitive eating. You're like, you know what? I'm just going to start to listen to my body. and I'm only going to eat when I'm hungry. And then you kind of realize, wait a second, I'm hungry all the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is a really big sign though. It's the thing is it's totally fixable, right? But you just need to get the knowledge. You just need to get the understanding of, okay, all I have to do is reprogram my body because if you've been listening to this for a while, I always talk about this. There's like the mindset piece of weight loss and there's the method and the method. There's things you do have to do to get your body back into balance, because if it's been out of whack for a long period of time to start from that ground, it's going to be really challenging. You'll never win that battle because like I said, your hormones are out of whack, which causes cravings to be out of whack, which also causes the way we burn fat and the way that we access our stored fat to be out of whack. So there's so many things that go into it. So that is my second truth is that eating to your hunger cues does not work. And what is your third truth to weight loss? Okay. So the first one was we underestimate how much we eat. Second, eating to your hunger cues doesn't work. And the third one is that emotions cannot be overlooked when it comes to weight loss. And I still see this so much. I actually was sending out emails when we had our last holistic nutrition weight loss coach certification launch talking about, you know, some of the holistic weight loss tools that we teach in the program. And our relationship with food is not just physical. Mm-hmm. The way that food has, especially the way that food has been created now, it is all it, in many cases, it operates in our body like a drug does it literally fires off the same reward system in our brain and releases the same um, chemicals like dopamine, which are the chemicals that are released when you're doing things like, you know, drinking, doing drugs, watching porn, gambling, like any of these things, social media, any of these things that give you like that instant gratification kind of fix Mm -hmm. food has that as well. So a lot of times we have such an emotional relationship with food that is also then this emotional relationship that we have also has a physical reaction. So there are, even if you're not addicted to food, there's this, we're in this weird dance with it, right? So if you don't start to look at your emotions and how food plays into that and how your resistance to weight loss or your, um, or if you like, whatever your relationship is with your weight too, we have to look at all of those pieces. And this is what we talk about in our certifications too, because, and that's why it's holistic, right? We look at the mind, we look at the body, we look at the energy that goes around it, but it's such a piece that most people and most coaches completely overlook. Cause they're like, we don't want to go there. You know, mm-hmm. let's just tell me how, tell me what you eat, tell me how to do this, tell me what I need to follow. And that's it. And then they wonder why it never works. And it's because we can't overlook the emotional side of it. And they also seem to wonder why it may work for a short period of time, 
but then it doesn't work long-term. I think that that's like a big, powerful message because anything, you know, any program can work if you're following, like if a program is, you know, a weight loss program and you're doing the workouts and you're eating a specific diet and everything else, but if you're not addressing the emotional side to it, it can work for short-term, but it'll never really work for long-term because you would have never changed the way that you're thinking about it and the way that you're feeling about it. And then therefore it's just going to like spiral eventually. Like it's, it's not, it's not an approach that makes sense for people. If you're looking for long-term habits and long-term success, if you're looking for long-term weight loss, which is why, I mean, you know, we even have Michelle from our Academy, who's a graduate and she's lost over hundred pounds, three times in her life. Now she's maintained it for over seven years. And the reason being is she recognized the emotional connection to it and how she had to shift her emotions and her mindset around it in order to maintain it and not have to do it again, which was a huge, important lesson for her. Oh, completely. Because there's food is we, like I was saying about the idea of it kind of having this like drug-like effect too, this, but it's also that we use food. A lot of people use food as a buffer. And basically when you use something as a buffer, it's when you're using something external to change the way that you actually feel inside. Mm -hmm. So if you're, you know, you using food to buffer a feeling, because you don't want to feel a feeling we do everything because either we want to feel something or we don't want to feel something that drives everything (laughs) in life, whether it's weight loss, whether it be taking a certification, whether it be buying a house, getting married, all of it, right. It's driven by how we think it's going to make us feel or how we, we don't want to feel. It's all about feeling. Yeah. But so many times what we're doing is we're eating so much and like eating food just to avoid the feeling. And when we start to go back to doing things, like I said, in number one and number two, so when we look at, okay, we're underestimating how much we eat and we start to you know fix how often we're eating, we start to fix how much we're eating. Then we also start to look at what I was talking about in number two, which is, you know, how do we start to get our body in balance so we don't like our hunger cues aren't all over the place, which requires, of course, changing foods. And we dive into all of this in our holistic nutrition weight loss coach certification and in our how to stop overeating course. Um, but what ends up happening is as you start to get the body into balance and you've now removed these buffering foods or these foods that we've been using, what ends up happening is all of this emotion comes up that you were like, wait a second, that was all the stuff I was trying to to shove down, right? (laughs) And you have no choice but to deal with them. And that is why too, like even with Michelle's example, and her and I had a conversation about this, that's why you always go back because you're like, wait a second, I don't want to, I don't want to feel those feelings. Let me just go back to not feeling them by overeating, which then of course, of course leads to being overweight. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, it's this total cyclical effect that happened completely. So that's why we have to deal with the emotions. Anytime you are going on a, on a program or a new dietary strategy, and if they don't talk about the emotional side to it, you need to leave and find another program because <laughs> it is such a piece of, we are not just physical beings, right? We're emotional We're spiritual. We're all of these Mm -hmm. things, which is why a holistic approach, you have to look at the whole picture. Mm -hmm. So those are my three truths. And then my lie is that if you aren't losing weight, it is because you have no willpower. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's such a big lie. It has nothing to do with willpower. Willpower will only get you so far. Like it's willpower is like when you're trying to like muster through something, like you're just, you're pushing with every ounce of your being. And it just, that will only, again, going back to what we were just talking about the emotional side, willpower will only get you so far. It'll only take you on that short-term train. It will not take you the full way. There's no way that you can just maintain because if you have to use willpower for everything that you're doing towards your program, this is not a lifestyle change. It is not something that you can adapt and do for the rest of your life. Your willpower will eventually fizzle out and then you will end up taking 10 steps backwards. And it's just, that's where people get so caught in that, like forwards, backwards, forwards, backwards, that yo-yo effect over and over again, because they try to muster through all these new fad diets or strategies or workout programs. Well, yeah. And the thing is too, I think with willpower, it's like willpower is a feeling that you decide on, right? Like Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, because our thoughts are drive our feelings, right? What we think about drives the way we feel and what we feel drives the way we act. So if we're like, if you're at the place where you're feeling, you're trying to feel willpower, which is like, yes, I've got this. What are the thoughts that you're thinking that make you feel willpower? But as soon as you have a different thought, so let's say you come home from work and you're stressed out and you're tired and you're overwhelmed, you know, with all this stuff and your thought is not conducive to willpower, you're going to change that feeling. You're going to change what you're, which will then change what you're doing. So Mm -hmm. it's like willpower is only strong when you are thinking thoughts that make it strong, which again goes back to why the emotional side of it is so important to focus on what is going on there. And then also the physical side, which we talked about in number one and number two, because if you don't have your body in balance and you're having these crazy cravings and hunger cues, again, your thought is going to be like, I can't do this, which then is going to deplete willpower immediately. Mm -hmm. So one of the little hacks, and I wrote about this actually in, and we're going to do another podcast on it, but it's the idea of really making sure that you're making decisions in advance. It is a, it's one of the best hacks when it comes to activating willpower or activating that side of your brain and activating that side of um, your thinking to keep in line with your goals. Because Mm -hmm. when we're in the moment, we are using parts of our brain that are not conducive to weight Mm -hmm. loss. They are like toddlers or children who are just like, I want to give it to me now. now. I'm feeling, yeah, I'm feeling feeling (laughs) crappy. I want to eat the whole tub of ice cream. Right. But when you make the decision in advance of what it is that you're going to be eating and what you're committed to, and you actually like, that's why, you know, all of our coaches, um, that we talk to in certification, we always talk about doing meal plans and not about following things to a T, but making those decisions for the whole week. Mm -hmm. And the reason being is because again, this will set you up that when that when you're in the place where the thinking is not going to be conducive to your willpower, you have a plan that you just have to reference to, as opposed to being in the moment where that's when the drama starts. That's when your mind gets overwhelmed. And that's when you start making bad decisions and you blame yourself thinking, I have no willpower. No, mm-hmm. you do have willpower. You're just not thinking thoughts that are activating it right now. So those are our four. Uh, well, three our four truths things. and so a lie. <laughs> weight loss, truths and a lie. I yes. like this one. Me too. I think, <laughs> I think that we should do more of these, but next time maybe we'll just like leave it a mystery and have them comment to let us know um, what the lie is. 
But definitely, I think this is such an important conversation because again, it's, it's a different way of looking at weight loss. So I'm happy that we did this. Completely. And I, I just think that it's always what I want to leave you guys with is just always remember there's two, two parts to this journey. There's always the physical body. And then there's also the emotional side to it. So we have to always look at both. We can't just have one, you know, and I talk about this in our info session for our holistic nutrition, weight loss coach certification about how, you know, a lot of other coaches, this is what ends up happening, right? They just coach in one area. They just coach on the nutrition side or just the exercise, or you go to a life coach and they just coach on the mindset and the emotional relationship with food but you can't fix the physical without the emotional and you can't fix the emotional without the physical. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you can't just do one or the other. And that's, what's really, I think really amazing about, you know, our grads and what we're doing um, within the Academy, because we really, really dial in on both of them. Definitely. So if you're interested in learning more about our certifications, check us out fitchicksacademy.com forward slash HWLE brochure. And you can check out more information on our next certification coming up. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you again next week for Fitchicks Chat. Bye, everyone. Have an amazing day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. And once again, just a reminder, make sure you check out fitchicksacademy.com forward slash masterclass to grab your spot for our upcoming live training, November 9th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, all about how you can take this passion you have for fitness and nutrition and become a successful certified fitness and nutrition coach at any age or any stage. Again, that is at fitchicksacademy.com forward slash masterclass. We will see you there November 9th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time live. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.